everybody you're welcome to create or die trying with a guy on Facebook and as we go live on Instagram thank you yes we're about there right now thanks a million for joining us today guys um, I hope you can hear me uh, anybody who can who's connected right now just let me know if you can hear me uh, and see me okay I'm glad to uh, be here on the show today all right sorry we're starting a bit late even though we are going to be uh, as promised before, we're going to be doing shorter uh, periods for our show. Instead of the full one hour, we'll be doing 30 minutes. So this is going to end a few minutes after 6. Okay? So once again, thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Sagai. You're welcome to create or die trying. All right. Um, the weekend was quite interesting, and I hope uh, yours was as well. I mean, I had the weekend food with cakes and special fried rice. Yes, uh, my, my first son uh, clocked 15 uh, last week, and we had a little family uh, celebration over the weekend. It was an interesting cake by uh, Lotus Cafe. Grace's Cakes actually. Grace's Cake got us the cake and it was quite, quite interesting. For those who haven't checked out Grace's Cake, uh, check them out on Facebook and Instagram. They are awesome. You you love the cake they make. Alright, so a uh, special thanks to Lara for that. And also over the weekend was um, was uh, Father's Day. Yes, Father's Day. I mean, sometimes you're so busy being a daddy, you forget that special day has been set aside to mark you. So I'm going to say happy uh, Father's Day uh, in Arias, I think, to all the parents out there because I know there are lots of uh, uh, mothers taking the role of both uh, father and mother to, to the single mothers out there taking both roles and then single fathers out there as well uh, taking both roles. So I'm going to say happy Parents Day to all of you guys. You are, you are true heroes of the planet, okay? Um, Jeff Jaffet Marshall joining on Instagram. Jaffet, uh, thanks very much for tuning in to Create a Trying. Glad to have you here. Okay, so uh, Father's Day, Parents Day, congratulations to everybody out there. I hope you had a fun weekend with it and it's way to spend some time with the family and made it an interesting weekend for it. Uh, today on the show, we're looking at something um, a little bit of a raging argument over, over, over years, actually. Uh, scientists have had to study it, artists have had to express it, and oftentimes has caused some kind of clash between uh, the creatives in quotes and the scientists as well. So the, the, the question that raises is, um, is creativity an art form or a science? Is there, is, there, is there a scientific thing about creativity or is it just uh, an art form by itself? So we're going to be looking at uh, a couple of things today. Uh, we'll look at exactly what creativity is and then uh, what's art is and what science is by, by the, the closest definitions we can find because we know a lot of people out there we don't have a definitive definition that's interesting definitive definition for um, art and for science but there are some basics that we have about it and we're going to be looking at that before we now look at the arguments for creativity as an art form and the arguments for creativity as a science form and then at the end of it we're going to uh, try to get to a conclusion about this as to what exactly uh, creativity is an art or a science all right uh, so I hope uh, if you're just joining us for the first time you can um, check previous episode of the show on my page on Facebook or you can log on to www.anchor.fm slash creator diet trying to listen to podcast of the show, alright, as past episode of the show, and this episode will be on the show, and will be on the website in the next couple of hours, okay, so that's www.anchor.fm, okay, so with that said, um, please realize that it's not a lecture, it's a conversation, that means comments and contributions are constantly welcome, you can ask your questions, put your comments in there, you never can tell, somebody might just learn from what you have to share or the question you ask 
as the show progresses. Okay, so let's let's put something this way in terms of uh, creativity. Creativity will be easier to define um, and learn if it was an exact science like mathematics. It's something that you can actually put in a box and say this is exactly what it is. And over the course of this show, we have tried to define what creativity is, and the closest we have come to it is this: creativity is finding, okay a link between two or more things that previously had no links. So creativity is finding a link between two or more things that previously had no links. Even in that particular definition that we have actually arrived at, you might see a little bit of science in there because it involves finding an active search for a link between two things. All right? And in one way or the other, that's like postulating a theory when you look at it. Mm, okay, we'll, we'll look at that. So, now, uh, the definition for art goes into the realm of uh, an expression of imagination or thoughts or ideas uh, through several mediums. Okay, it's an expression of uh, ideas, thoughts, and intuitions, and all that, and it's often something that is talent-based. Okay, so science, however, it, it is looked at as the process of finding out how and why things work. Okay. So a scientific um, setup is different from artistic setup. Art comes from an expression, and then science comes from uh, finding out, uh, seeking knowledge, and understanding how things work and why things work the way they do. Okay, so that puts them at different ends. All right, when you look at what science is, what art is, look at different ends. Um, and then in between science itself, you have um, the the area of science that are called exact. Sciences and the areas that are not non-exact sciences. I mean, mathematics is exact. Two plus two will always be four. All right. Um, uh, what about uh, theoretical physics, uh, for instance, is is non-exact because it is theoretical. Okay. And then um, uh, philosophy is non-exact. Uh, it's a science form, but it's non-exact. Uh, geology is non-exact because. Things might change over a period of time. Uh, some things, biology is more exact. Chemistry, chemistry is more exact. Okay, so a, a few a, a few scientific studies of uh, or, or areas are referred to as exact sciences, while some are referred to as non-exact sciences. Okay, so with exact sciences, you can predict the outcome. Okay, and non-exact science science you cannot predict the outcome because you don't you just don't know. Um, in some non-exact uh, sciences. Um, two plus two might not be four. It might just be something completely, totally, absolutely different. Okay. So, and also, exact sciences have uh, repeatable um, uh, formulas and, and structure that can be predictable. You know that if you do this, this is what will happen. Uh, two parts hydrogen plus one part oxygen is the eternal recipe for water. You know H2O will always be water. It's not going to be anything else. Okay, That's what chemistry teaches us. Now, while creativity is not an exact science, okay, that, that, I think already you can see where creativity gets put in the scientific uh, world. We are, we are going to approach the art end of things shortly. Um, in the scientific end, creativity might be looked at as an, a, a non-exact science, you know. It, it, it has attributes which are science-like, um, I mean, and specific elements that you can define, like an idea, like, uh, like a, a process, you know, and there are uh, repeatable steps that you can follow in your creative process, you know, like there are rules for a brainstorm, there are rules for creating a logo, there are rules for design, there are principles for how uh, 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 a website should be put together, or how sculpture works, or how painting works, 
right. Now, the difference um, between science and art or uh, creativity as, as a whole might be that creativity doesn't always lead to one single answer. Okay, but that is the whole essence of creativity. Remember that definition about it being uh, finding a link between two or more things that previously had no links? Well, there can be a variety of links between those two things. All right? So, one of the fun things about creativity that makes it not exactly a science is the fact that you don't always get a single answer. All right? There is no one single way to do a painting. There's no one simple way drawing can be made. There's no one single way to do sculpture. There's no one single way to take pictures. There's no one single way to do movies. There's no one single way to express creativity or get creative output out there. So creativity can create trillions of answers and trillions of ways in which a solution can be arrived at or a link can be found. All right? Now, well, of course, the, we, we are not saying that that means all the answers will be good ideas, but that's a whole different matter entirely. Creativity does not discriminate between a good idea and a bad idea, okay? It just does, okay? Now, because creativity doesn't fit the true qualities of exact science, um, it's more common to refer to it as an art, okay? That is why, because, um, that's why it's often referred to as an art, because a lot of scientists in code cannot define it with all the attributes that a scientific um, structure is supposed to have. Alright, it doesn't have all those qualities of what an exact science is. In fact, it doesn't have all the qualities of a non-exact science. So, it, it just often referred to as an art, something which is based on innate knowledge, okay, one that is not learned. It, it, it's like a talent, okay, you are born with it. Uh, creativity is on, in the apart. When, when you ask people to talk about creativity, they are not going to mention scientists or engineers. They are not going to get uh, biologists or zoologists or things into the creative end of things, all right? You're going to get people more in terms of design, in terms of music, art, you know, poetry, and all of that. We're going to keep uh, looking at those in those ways because we don't see creativity as a science, and we don't see it being applied in science, scientific areas, or scientific studies and research, and that often leads us to categorize it as an art. Now, um, because also for some people, creativity comes naturally, instinctively, without any kind of uh, major processes. They're like they have ideas to spare, they find links between things like that, you know. Quickly, they are able to find links between two or more things and able to churn out uh, just as many ideas as, as if they are breathing, you know. It's almost like they are breathing when, when, when they start that. So, that is why creativity is often referred to as an art. However, from what we have um, uh, looked at earlier, it looks like Part of the process of a non-exact science exists in creative, the creative process. And part of the um, um, structure of an exact science exists in creativity. Okay, so it has a bit of the two in there. Now, there are several arguments um, for creativity as an art form, and there are several arguments for uh, creativity as a scientific thing. Some people um, think it's scientific outright, a lot of people think it's just purely an art, art form and all of that. So we'll look at those arguments for uh, briefly. Now, one thing to note is this, the capacity to be creative is one of the most important characteristics of human beings. That's what we possess, and I think uh, earlier on the show we talked about creativity as the thing that every human being possesses, alright? It's very much like um, your, your body, you already have it. Okay, what you do with it is what matters going forward. So you, every human being possesses the capacity to be creative. 
Okay? Uh, a long time ago, possibly a few of our ancestors would have developed their capacity for creativity by looking at simple things and seeing uh, the possibility of a big stone being used to crack a nut or seeing um, um, something you can throw and hit an animal with in a stick instead of and then, then seeing that the stick doesn't do much damage but if, if the, chip, the stick happens to be broken and there's a chip at it it kind of goes well into the animal and somebody creates a spare is generated from that point a lot of things happen Corridero to me as well as Talemu one joining on Instagram Corridero and Talemu thanks very much uh, for joining us uh, today our topic today is creativity and art or a science and so we're looking at exactly um, the kind of uh, uh, process that creativity goes through so a, a lot of a lot of um, the development of human beings over the years has been based on the ability or the capacity to be creative Right, there is no aspect of human development that is not spark off from creative ideas. All right, and maybe over a few, uh, over, over se se several decades or millennia, as you call it, um, we, we kind of forgot that a creative genius and a scientific genius are just creative people. An artistic genius and a scientific genius are just creative people in different areas of life. Okay, our forefathers or ancestors probably painted in caves and then in temples and then. Uh, develop art forms in other areas and then use the idea of, of a, a stone rolling down the hill to think about a wheel, okay? Something moving without any kind of energy pushing it uh, as something they can use to, to move around. Alright, so a lot of things technology-based came from creative thinking. Somebody finding a link between two or more things that previously had no links. So, that's where a lot of uh, what we presently enjoy as human beings today come from a lot of creativity. Eric Yarrow, Eric Yarrow, joining on Instagram. Eric, thanks very much uh, for tuning in to the show today. So, creativity is a topic of enormous importance in the world generally because it, it pervades every aspect of humanity. All right, look anywhere, mention any area of humanity in which creativity is not applicable. Uh, engineering, come on. We talk about engineering geniuses and designs in engineering that, that, that boggles the mind of how things work. Dyson, uh, the, the people at Dyson and Mr. Dyson himself and the things he's created for his company are amazing feats. We look at Steve Jobs and the way he has totally uh, uh, changed what a phone looks like or what a music player is supposed to be like, even what laptops and computers are supposed to look like or work like over the years. You know, those are areas that you think, wait, there's no creativity in there. It's only advertising that you find creativity. Seriously? What about devices? What about phones? What about technology? What about in creating medicine? What about in packaging medicine? What about in, in, in infusing um, a different DNA in another DNA? I mean, you don't find anything creative in somebody uh, creating a crossbreed of watermelon and orange? Like, there is perceptibly no link between a watermelon and an orange, but scientifically, with some little DNA uh, tinkering, you can actually create a watermelon inch. <laughs> okay? So, you, you see creativity in all these areas when you look at them uh, properly. Okay? And then creativity poses a, a lot of challenges, and studying it from a, a scientific perspective, um, it, it raises a lot more questions than you'll probably be able to answer. Okay, I mean, how do you define creativity? Should, should, should you look at creativity as one construct, as one thing that once you put it in the box, that's what it is? Uh, or, or should you uh, look at it as something that uh, has multiple areas of expression? 
Okay, so a, 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 a lot of times scientists are just not able to define and confine, let me use that word, confine creativity because it does not have um, fixed sets of formulas or models, so to speak. All right, because I know for every creative person out there, we have all the rules, and then part of the rules is that you are free to break all the rules. All right, you know that's not how it works in science. The law of motion, the law of thermodynamics, there are laws to these things, and then you work with these laws. So for many lay people, um, creative evokes images of novelists, poets, composers, you know, visual artists, um, and, and other, other people in areas, photography, filmmaking, and all that. If prompted, they would acknowledge um, creativity uh, of uh, mathematically genius uh, people like Einstein or inventors like uh, Thomas Edison. But there is a general tendency uh, to assume that creativity is more associated with the arts than the sciences. And that is not completely true. And that's caused a bit of uh, um, a rift in, in, in the creative realm because you see scientists ask artists if they, are, they, can, they can define the first law of thermodynamics while uh, creatives can ask them, have you read Shakespeare or have you watched this movie or have you, uh, have you seen this painting, have you touched acrylic before, have you tried to take a picture in this? There is all kinds of unnecessary battle in there. So let's look at the arguments. Uh, for these two cultures, so to speak, because it, it's almost creating like two areas of existence. People who believe that creativity is an art form and should remain an art form, versus people who believe that creativity is a science form and can go just about anywhere. So here are the arguments for both, and we will look at them uh, quickly. All right. First, the argument for creativity as an art form is uh, f based on the following things. One, it is innate. That means... Um, Creativity is inborn. It's something that uh, you are born with. You either have it or you don't have it. All right? It's not something you can develop. It's not something you can you can learn uh, as as a human being. So say it's something you can you are born with. That's the argument for it as an art form because art is about talent. I mean, like you either have the talent or you don't have it. And creativity is expressed in art. That's the only way to express creativity. That is the argument for that. And then also is believed that creativity is talent based. If you have a talent for something, then you are able to express your creativity better. Okay? So you have a talent for drawing, you know, from when you were born, maybe you had a pencil when you were, were being born or something in your hand, and then you now have that talent, and then you're able to express that talent, whether as a uh, full portrait painter or a comic book artist or an illustrator for children's books, that creativity is ultimately talent-based. And that also creativity is developed and not created. In other words, you don't uh, learn creativity. It's already in you. You just develop it by practicing your art, you know, practicing your talent, uh, honing your skills at what you do. You already have the talent inborn. You already have the creativity mentality already inborn. And then you just develop it. That's what you believe. And if something can only develop, then it's, it can be a science, can it? Okay? Then also creativity... Um, is looked at as something to solve uh, problems a little bit, you know, uh, the problem of, um, I don't know, beauty, the problems of abode, the problems of communication, okay, the problems of expression, all right, the problem of societal documentation and all that, that creativity is there uh, as an art form to help solve some of these problems. And also creativity beautified, whatever does not look good cannot be called creative, all right, that's the argument that is not everything in science realm that is beautiful. 
but in creativity, in art, everything is fine. And because everything is fine in art, creativity is obviously an art form, only an art form. Now, as I talked about earlier, as I mentioned earlier, uh, you realize that if you look around you, you find creativity in every aspect of human experience. And the people uh, that are referred to as geniuses in several areas of, of, of life often express creativity in, in way. I mean, who, who, how, who develops over a thousand patents in his lifetime? I mean, is that person just a, a, a scientist or a creative mind? Somebody who constantly looks for links between things that didn't exist. How long did Thomas Edison explore um, the, the possibility of creating um, a light bulb before he, he got to the right one? All right, BX Comics joining, and then Emmanuel, I hope I got that, Emmanuel 2013 joining on Instagram as well. BX Comics, three stars. Thank you very much, BX Comics. Thanks, Emilia, for joining us on today's episode. So, creativity uh, exists in every aspect of humanity. All right, and we cannot remove it uh, from the engineering things, from architecture to, to biology to chemistry. I mean, seriously, if you see what people are doing with chemical compounds and, and things, even though, like we talked about earlier, um, creativity is not always positive, all right? There is negative creativity. People who are able to make meat taste like pork or chicken taste like meat or get an orange to taste like watermelon, and all that. Yeah, it's creativity, but it's, it messes with you sometimes. Okay, so it exists in every aspect of, of life. Now, what are the arguments for creativity as a science? Okay, um, those who think creativity is a science say something like um, uh, creativity is process, uh, process based. It simply means you follow a series of processes to be creative. Uh, you get your information, you process that information through your imagination, then you try out a few ideas, you execute those ideas, see if they work, compare them with your previous ideas and what exactly you had in mind, try them again, see if it works, and then find other areas that you can add to that process as you are working to create possibly even new ideas that you never had from the very beginning. So there's a process to creativity, even if that process is not set in stone, there is a process to it. Okay, and I think we've talked about it before, just like there's a process to communication, and there's a process to uh, creativity. You start somewhere, you end somewhere. You don't always end where you hope to end, but ultimately you end somewhere. Your creativity uh, ends up either in a product, either in an idea, either in a service, either in a new technology. And now, in fact, that process of creativity is what has led to a lot of advances in technology, all right? Because technology fuses um, art in quotes with science and oftentimes one precedes the other but the number one thing that precedes all of them is creativity a creative mind looks at a bird and says what is the link between a bird and a human being how can a human being be like a bird and fly no just take to the skies then that creative mindset begins the uh, all I call it now the scientific process of finding out how a bird works and how human being works, and how the two can be combined into one uh, element, okay? And, and then ultimately, um, the, the artistic end of that creativity might start first, because the guy sketches out what a human bird will look like, and then leaves the scientist in him, or the other, a scientifically creative person, and that's another, that actually a thing, creative science, all right? Or a scientific creativity, all right? They, that actually is a thing. 
So creativity in science. So somebody who is creative in the science area of things looks at that sketch and wonders, how do we make things happen? And we know there are scientists who are creatives all over the world. And Leonardo da Vinci is one of the uh, top ones in that particular area. That guy was a physicist, a, a biologist, a, an architect, an engineer, uh, an artist, a painter. It was practically everything because it was just a creative guy who focused on finding solutions or finding links in one way or the other. So argument for creative design science is that it's process based. There's a process to this and it starts with an idea and starts with a link, with, uh, creating a link between all the things that exist, missing all the information you have to create something. Alright, so also that creativity is like science in that it is about seeking knowledge. It is knowledge based. Alright, and we've talked about it on the show. You cannot create in a vacuum. You need information to be able to create. And science is based purely on information. You seek the information, you analyze that information, and then further upgrade it or update it with more information as you get them. It's a continual seeking of information. And we know that as creative persons, uh, creativity has evolved and changed as new information is added. And every good creative knows the value of getting information, because that's the only way you can get inspiration. And remember, finding a link between two things that previously had no link means you must know about those two things to start with. Okay? So, argument for creative science is that creativity is about seeking knowledge. And then also, because creativity is exact and non-exact at the same time, it fits very well into the very idea of it being a science. Alright? You know that the process of creating the logo is very exact, but what logo comes out is not always the same. Alright? Your logo should be legible, your logo should be clear, your logo should be simple, should be basic, should have this, and all of that. Those are rules, those are guidelines of creating the logo. But it doesn't mean you're going to come out with the same logo every time. Okay? So it's exact in that it has a process attached to how you achieve things, but not exact in that the outcome is not always the same. In fact, for every um, um, process of creating a logo, there are a billion logos that are never going to be used. Okay? So creativity is like science in that it's exact and not exact. Setiota joining on Instagram. Setiota, thank you very much uh, for joining us today. So, that's creativity as a science. Then also, creativity is um, a science because it solves problems. Am I on point? We have talked about creativity in the use of technology, creativity in science. And there are a variety of problems that we can check the history of mankind that being creative has been the single thing that actually solved these problems for us. Alright? How do we get into fire? How do we get into cooking food? How do we get into technology? How do we get into creating uh, the things that makes life easier for us? What's the, uh, what's the process for creating a, a mobile phone camera? There is a camera existing and then there's a phone existing and instead of carrying the two devices around with you, which is like a problem in code, fuse the two together and creates a mobile phone that is also a camera. So. Creativity is it, it solves problems, and because science is there to solve problems, ultimately creativity might be seen as a science. And then also this last part, the pursuit of science and scientific research is a foundational basis for technological development. All right, and okay, you need to get um, solving problems or researching into things, finding information out towards creating new technology. All right. This is how we used to do it, this is how we can do it. 
And there is no way uh, in, in the studies of the world that creativity is not the highest on that. We know that way before human beings even created the first flying machines, some creative persons have sketched the possibilities of what those flying machines could look like or could work like. Even though they had, uh, like, I don't know, little or no engineering idea, there are people that have created flying cars from centuries ago, from decades ago, that are still uh, un uh, unmakeable right now. We have movies and, and videos and comic books and animations that are telling us about robots that are basically human. But science has not caught up with that just yet. So the idea that somebody thought that this was possible is what is driving the creation of that technology right now. So a creative mind uh, envisions the future. And when you envision the future, you drive the push for better, higher technology or more advanced technology than what you have presently. If you are thinking about the future, uh, let's go back to the caveman era, where you're thinking about a future where you don't have to uh, like run from a tiger. It's time to think about how, how do you ensure that you can actually defeat this tiger? What, what do you do? You carry a club to protect yourself from the human beings, but the tiger has a club. Uh, has, has claws around them and it's a bit more worse. A claws, a tiger has claws. Claws, this claws, something sharp, something pointy can actually work in your benefit. So they advance the future, they, they advance technology because creative people think forward. So all these arguments are, are about creativity being a science and we'll talk about the argument for creativity being an art form. So what do you think out there? Do you think that creativity is purely an art form, or do you think creativity is purely a scientific process? All right? So now, we're going to talk about a few things and then close uh, the episode today. Um, a few times, uh, we've talked about the fact that creativity is all pervasive uh, in the world. It's something that is, um, uh, that is part of nature itself that is part of the existence of mankind and the existence of this planet and everything it's it's like it's like life is a constantly recreating process all right you know plants grows up plants dies plants grows up plants die plants get risen up like that like constantly recreating process like creativity seems to be um the basic part of humanity so with with, with that definition or that look at creativity it is difficult and maybe a little bit unfair to categorize it as one or the other. When we had this post first on Instagram, Shomo Lukoya mentioned that it's both, that creativity is both a science and an art form. And then, yes, we agree with him on this show, actually. Um, creativity is a bit of both. In fact, it is all of both. All right? Um, the, the, the division between the two is not really a division of creativity as a whole, but a division of people who have chosen to express their creativity in different areas of life. All right, There are those who have chosen to express their creativity in areas of beautification, those in areas of architecture, those in areas of biology, those in areas of chemistry, in areas of physics, those in areas of carpentry, those in areas of photography and, and movie making and photography and writing and poetry and drama and acting and all of that, it is all a matter of direction for the application of creativity. So it is safe to say that for us here, we know that creativity is both an art and a science form. It is just a matter of how you choose to express or use it uh, with you. Uh, Manfred Williams people said both. I love them both. And seriously, uh, you should, as a creative person, your entire creative process is built around your ability to get 
and, uh, and process information towards your imagination to develop something else. So don't close your mind to say, look, I'm an artist. That means all this science, physics stuff, I'm not going to think about it. Look, whether you like it or not, whether uh, you're acting movie or taking pictures or uh, writing poetry, knowledge of the sciences would make anything you create way better, consistently. There is no doubt about it. Having a, a good knowledge about, about science and about art as a creative person is the strongest thing to make you a better creative. All right, so if you're just joining us now, I'm sorry we're coming to the end of today's episode of the show. Now, you can watch this episode on my page on Facebook, or you can log on to www.anchor.fm to listen to podcasts of this episode and previous episodes of the show. It's always fun having you guys here on Instagram. Everybody that's tuned in, thanks very much for joining us. And on Facebook, we're always happy to have you guys here. Remember, we do this for you. And remember, we always, always want to make sure that our creativity is always on point. And that means we will expand our mind and keep growing. Take a time out this week and read something completely different from your area of creative expression. Until that time, guys, I am going to see you next week. So, let's create or die trying. I'll see you guys next time. Be good.